Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 552, Case Study How Could We Save This Ridiculously Overloaded Grind? by Cal Newport of CalNewport.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. What's going on, Life Optimizer? Thank you for being here. If you're new here, every single day I narrate the best blogs I can find that I think will help you optimize your life. And of course, that is with permission from the authors. I try to keep these intros nice and minimal for you, so let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. Case Study, How Could We Save This Ridiculously Overloaded Grind? by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. The Tale of a Seriously Stressed Student. I recently came across this note from a high school student. It was posted anonymously on a public college discussion forum. Quote, I do a lot. I'm a costumer for the school play. I play three instruments. I take a dual enrollment class. I'm taking five AP classes. I'm being privately tutored in a foreign language. I'm the president and founder of a club as well as a member of the debate team. I'm organizing both a multicultural fair and a book fair at my school. I'm secretary for the French club. I'm a member of the honor board and I founded a nonprofit organization. But quite frankly, I don't have room to breathe and I'm feeling the effects of it physically, unquote. Here's the thing, I don't know this student, but his story provides a purified, almost exaggerated example of the activity stress that plagues so many students. Because of this, I think he makes a great case study for our Zen valedictorian philosophy. My goal for this article is to answer the following question. How could this student make his life much less horrible without hurting his college admissions chances? Is such a thing even possible? We'll find out. The activity list. Let's start by dividing the student's activities into two lists. List A, costumer for a school play, plays three instruments, has a private language tutor, has a heavy course load, member of the debate team, organizing book fair, organizing multicultural fair, secretary of the French club, member of the honor board. List B, founded and runs his own club, founded and runs his own nonprofit. We begin with list A. The sheer size of this list likely causes massive stress in the poor student's life, but does it add anything interesting to his story? To answer this question, let's remember the failed simulation effect, which is people are impressed by things that are hard to explain, not hard to do. Apply this logic to list A. Is anything on that list hard to explain? Let me put this another way. Is there anything on that list that you couldn't do if you wanted to? The answer is no. Every item in isolation is something that anyone could sign up and do so long as he had the hours, or in the case of the language tutor, the money, to devote to it. Accordingly, the impressiveness of list A is reduced to one thing. This student is able to juggle a large volume of relatively easy activities. But here's the important part. Juggling a large volume of relatively easy activities, though time-consuming, does not impress admissions officers. They wanna build interesting classes, not diligent ones. Let me go a step farther. This student could replace the entire list A with the following. Equivalent to list A, spends 20 hours a week transcribing the phone book. Okay, so I'm being a little facetious here, but I'm trying to make a point. Both would have roughly the same impact on an admissions officer. 
the kid can force himself to work for a large number of hours. Actually, this revised list A might be better. As we learned in our study of the laundry list fallacy, having a long list of easy activities can signal less value than doing no easy activities at all. The magic of list B. Fear not, all is not lost for our stoic student. Turn your attention to the comparably svelte list B. This list, by contrast, strongly invokes the failed simulation effect. How the hell does a high school student start his own nonprofit or club? The effect is instant. He must be doing something amazing. Remember, people respect hard work, but idolize magic. The activities in list B are exactly the type of things that make admissions officers and people in general swoon. What would a Zen valedictorian do? If I knew this student and he came to me for advice, I would tell him to take a page out of the Zen valedictorian playbook, which recommends at a high level, number one, ditch all but your most inexplicable activities. Number two, focus on what remains and wring out the most possible impressiveness. Number three, resist the urge to fill in your newfound free time. For this student, this translates to the following specific actions. Number one, drop everything in list A. Number two, turn your attention to pushing the two activities in list B toward new, cooler places. The more it makes someone say, how did he do that, the better. Number three, don't stress out about the fact that you now have abundant free time. Use it to explore or to relax or to try to impress girls at ill-conceived high school parties. Think about this. With just a fraction of the time he's wasting playing three instruments and being the secretary of the French club, really the French club, he could be meeting interesting people and forming partnerships for his nonprofit. Somewhere in there, he'd probably be invited to speak at a conference or a reporter would do an article on him. You know how this works. This type of random stumbling is what generates truly impressive students. Above all else, this slimmed lifestyle would be more impressive and exponentially less stressful than his current one. Zen resistance. Would this student accept this advice? Probably not. Giving up the security of doing what everyone else is doing can be difficult. And the cult of voluminous activities exerts a powerful hold. But I hope the case study provides you, faithful reader of study hacks, a little jolt perhaps dislodging you from an activity rut that's generating too much stress. Once you start questioning the assumptions behind your actions, you'll often be surprised by the better options you discover that have been waiting there all along. You just listened to the post titled Case Study, How Can We Save This Ridiculously Overloaded Grind by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class, It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash old. Masterclass.com slash old. I thought this was a unique one that we could all relate to. 
I think it applies to many different areas of life, not just college admissions. And Cal Newport's a professor and his blog is called Study Hacks, definitely worth checking out. I found out about him through The Minimalists. And by the way, I saw The Minimalists in San Diego on Sunday. I haven't talked about that yet. It was great. This is the second event I've been to of theirs. They're super nice guys, always do pictures and hugs at their tour stops. If you have a chance to see them, I highly recommend it. If you wanna be in touch with me or other like-minded people, come check out my Facebook group. I do bonus book giveaways there and more. You can search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts on Facebook and request to join, or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. They'll take you right there. I'll also put a link in this episode's description to that. I'd love to see you there, and it's the easiest way to get a hold of me. I'll leave it there for today. Tomorrow, I'll be back with a post from Joshua Becker of Becoming Minimalist. So I'll see you there in the Friday show, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.